Welcome back into Hot Takes back here on 91.1. Also, wherever you get your podcasts, We're, we've got a big day in sports today. A lot going on. The NFL regular season has concluded. But, I mean, we're, we're not even going to start with the NFL. We're going to get to the NFL, the playoff pictures. We've got a lot to dive into there. But, of course, today is January 10th. It is college football playoff national championship day. It's been a while since we've been with you here on 91.1. So, we're going to start with recapping our thoughts on the semifinals. Cody, I'm going to turn it over to you with the Crimson Tide. Yeah, the Crimson Tide, uh, people had doubts about them after that A&M loss, especially facing up with Georgia in the SEC Championship. They walked away with that game, and now uh, they just pounced on Cincinnati, which I think most people saw coming. Cincinnati was not nearly as good as a team as I feel like people played them out to be. Um. Yeah, thirteen and zero was a good record, but uh, they just don't have the players or the coaching staff to recruit players uh, for a Power Five team at the moment, at least. So I mean, yeah, it's just one of those things. I mean, Bama's the better team. I I don't know why. I still don't think Cincinnati should should have got in. I think this proved my point. I, I'm sure most people think it probably didn't prove my point, but. I just don't think that Cincinnati was deserving this year. Um, you know, we're not we're not even going to start this argument again. Uh, if, you, if you've been listening to us, we've had this argument time and time again. I personally think Cincinnati definitely deserved to be there, um, and I think Alabama probably would have done this to about every team there. So I mean, it, it's just I don't think Notre Dame would have hung with them. I don't think Ohio State would have hung with them. I don't think Baylor or Ole Miss would have hung with them. I mean, I don't think there's any team you go down the list that would have hung with this Alabama team being number one. So I think Cincinnati had a fantastic year. They've got a lot to look forward to in their future. If they can hang on to Luke Fickle, especially when they move to the Big 12, this won't be the last time that we see just the Cincinnati in the college football playoff, I think, because they, they, this could be – this could run into a little powerhouse here. I don't know if they'll ever really make it past the first round. Um, at least until they get their recruiting up. But a season like this can only benefit a program. So um, I think it's, it was a fantastic year for them. I don't think we expected them to hang with Alabama just like they didn't. But the second game was the one that was real surprising to me. I really thought that Michigan had more in them. I, I did. I, I was – it was it was a, an appalling performance. It was ugly. Like it was just something that – it was the best that Georgia's offense looked all year long. In my opinion, yeah. Um, I I wasn't expecting this. I I thought Michigan was going to beat Georgia, and Georgia made Michigan look silly. Um, this this Georgia offense just looked like they were clicking, and I mean it's gonna be if Georgia's defense can show out the way we're expecting them to tonight how they have all season long and that offense plays the same way they did against Michigan Bama's gonna have some issues with that team come tonight but as far as Michigan and Georgia go Georgia just I mean it looks like they came in ready it looks like they want their revenge on Bama I mean Michigan did not look like a team that deserved to be in the playoffs yeah, I mean, this Michigan, they, they really just didn't come out the way they had 
all year long. They, the way they looked in the Big Ten title game, the way they looked when they beat Ohio State, they, they just look like a different team. And I'm not sure really what happened, where the disconnect was. Could it be that that, that you know Georgia is that much better than them? It could be. They're 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 more talented. They've got better players. I just didn't expect it to be like this. I thought it would be really close. I didn't expect Georgia to come out like this. And what a game from Stetson Bennett. you got to hand it to him where the credit is due. Everyone was calling for JT Daniels to come out and play for them. They didn't like what they saw from Stetson in the SC Championship game, which I don't mean I don't blame him. He didn't play well. But he is the one that had gotten them there, that undefeated number one spot. And so there was no doubt that Kirby was just going to stick with them. I mean, it was, it was a ride or die by Stetson Bennett, and he looked amazing. And now there's nobody calling for JT Daniels anymore. It's JT, JT, uh, Stetson Bennett's team here. He, he proved everybody who doubted him wrong. He looked incredible. Yeah, no, no doubt. Um, I, you may not be calling for JT Daniels anymore, but I feel like Georgia fans still in the back of their head are, are worried about how Stetson Bennett will perform. Because just looking at it from a whole, I, I'm not sure if he can put a performance out like that two weeks in a row. I just don't know if he's got the skill level to be able to play like that two weeks in a row. Yeah, I mean, it's – it's. I don't necessarily know if he's going to – I definitely don't think he'll have a performance like that tonight. But I definitely do not think that JT Daniels will do any better. I, I think it's – it's. I, I'm not a huge fan of JT Daniels. I think if he were to be – if he was as good as everyone's making him out to be, this would have been his job a long time ago. I just I, I don't see the the whole hype behind JT Daniels. He he would have won the starting job prior. It would have been his job when he came back from injury. He would have been it would have been his to hand it back over. But Stetson has looked that good, and I I truly think that with him, he's he's more mobile than JT Daniels is as well. And we know. Alabama historically typically struggles with dual threat quarterbacks. And so they've got to find a way to get Stetson on the edge more tonight, get him out running, out rolling, you know, just kind of making difficult throws on the run. They've got to hand it over to him and just let him try to do that. Because that's what it's going to take to beat this Alabama team tonight. Even though Georgia currently sits at a two and a half point favorite. So clearly let's get into this national championship game. What do you think is going to happen tonight? I, I think it's a mistake having Georgia favored by two and a half points. Um, Rat poison. Yeah, I was going to say, it, it just fuels to Saban's fire. All Everything, you would think now after you've learned, if you were on that Georgia team, just tell, just don't talk. But, I mean, with all the media and everything, it just fuels to Saban's fire. And, I mean, I, I don't know what tonight's game is going to look for because – there's a lot could go down. It's it's interesting and it's kind of different and weird to see two teams play each other twice on the same season. So, and Saban's only lost to one of his assistant coaches once. So I just I'm not sure what to think of this game tonight. I'm proud of you for not just going full homo right there. That was that was impressive. I'll tell you what I think of it. I think Bama's going to win. I just don't know how they're going to oh, win, yeah. though. Yeah. It's – if I were Kirby Smart and I saw that Georgia was favored, I would have rolled my eyes so quick. Because you know Saban 
when he's an underdog, he performs. It's just very simple. Like, you, this team is so good. They're the number one team in the nation. They've had the one loss. They just beat this team. They, they didn't just beat this team. They beat them handily. They, they borderline dominated this team a month ago in the SEC title game. And now we're here, and Georgia's favored. And they were favored then, and we saw what they came out and did. I think this Alabama defense plays better than they did in that SEC title game. They still gave up 24 points. The Georgia offense didn't look awful. Stetson made, made a few mistakes here and there. I don't necessarily know if they'll make the same mistakes. I just don't know if there will be as much open as there was in that SEC title game. Because they were open. They were open players. They struggled to kind of – Alabama didn't necessarily dominate the line of scrimmage, but they, they won it. They didn't dominate it. I think they could dominate that tonight. I think this could be – it could be a big-time win for Alabama. I just have a tough time seeing Georgia – hanging with Alabama. And I really have a tough time seeing Georgia winning this game. I, I just, I don't see it, especially after what we saw in the SEC title game. How, are, how how could someone sit here and tell me that there's going to be something drastically different happening tonight? Yeah. I, I don't think there is going to be anything drastically different happening, at least. I mean, we know what both these teams are made of. We we know what their strengths are. We know what their weaknesses are. It's as simple as that and who performs better. I mean, if Alabama's O-line is there, I have a hard time believing that Georgia walks away with this. But if that O-line doesn't show up, it might be massacre for Bryce Young. Yeah, I, I just... I think Bryce Young is really going to take care of business tonight. I, I think that it's it's just his, you know, in that Auburn game, he solidified the Heisman. In the Georgia game, he just added on to it. He beat this defense. He hung 41 points on this defense that everyone had made out to be one of the best defenses ever. And I'm not saying they're not. I'm not saying they're not an incredible defense. They've looked really, really good all year long. I just think that Bryce Young is that good of a player that is just going to take care of business. Now, Georgia, you're right. I think Georgia needs to put a lot more pressure on him to have a chance in this game. They need to they need to start bringing five, start bringing six, start bringing seven people sometimes, leaving those those talented wide receivers of Alabama in man to man coverage. I think that's something you've got to risk because if you if you leave, if you leave him back there and let him work, it's going to be a long, long game for the Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, it also you think about the game that Bama played against Cincinnati as well. You have just uh, you have that option of Brian Robinson now. Brian Robinson put out just some incredible yards. So it'll be uh, an interesting game just to see uh, Alabama's like a central attack of their offense. Yeah, it will be. This will be a, a really, really fun game to watch. I'm hoping it's a good game. Something in my gut's telling me it's just not going to be. But I really I, I really hope it's a close game. I hope it's a fun contest. Atlanta, let's, let's hear the state the... of Georgia and Atlanta have already won their championship for the year. They're not getting another one. Yeah, there's no shot they get a second one. What do you think the score's going to be, Cody? I don't know score, but I, I do think that Bama will win – 14-plus points, maybe even more? I, I think it's going to be – I'm, I'm going to take it 38-21. to 21. I'll, I'll take it right there. 
I'll take 17. I think this one is going to be one that you'll know by about the second quarter that Alabama's about to be a national champion. You're going to put them that, that early? I think, it could, I think it could be a 14-0 first quarter. And then you're kind of sitting there going, well, it's, it was hard not to see this one coming. And then everyone who actually believed in Georgia feels a little silly. I think that that's what this could end up being. Saban brings home number seven. It's hard. It's hard not to see it. It really like I just. I feel like I'm I'm beating a dead horse here, but it's just it's it's tough to see Georgia getting anything successful here. I really I really believe that. No, I don't. I personally don't think Kirby Smart will ever win a title until Saban is out of college football, unless Saban just doesn't make the national or make the playoffs. So. It, I I don't know, David. Your thoughts? It's it's. I think they could win one eventually. I don't I don't know when that will be. I this just just isn't it. You know, Bryce Young is just that good. I think he's the X factor in this game. I think it's very very simple. That he's he's just the best player on the field, and I think Jordan Davis caused a lot of issues for him, especially if they bring some linebackers, bring some more pressure for the front seven. Leaving him kind of one on one, he could cause a lot of issues. But I just I, I don't think that this is this isn't it for Georgia. We I had said earlier in the year that if Georgia didn't win a title this year, they never would. I don't necessarily think that's that's as true anymore. But I don't think that it will be this year. No, I don't think it'll be this year either. I think they've got some some more time just to figure out how to beat a Nick Saban coach Bama offense. So ton of fun to watch tonight. I'm sorry, keep going. No, you're good. Keep it going. No, no, no. I was I was gonna move to the NFL. Do you have anything left to say? No, let's get it to the NFL. Crazy right. crazy game in the Raiders and Chargers last night. Oh, we'll start with that. I'll hand that over to you. What do you think about that Raiders Chargers game? Uh, well, I only caught the last four minutes of the fourth quarter, so I guess I caught all the fun. But uh, uh, getting through that overtime with, what was it, two minutes left when it was still 32-32, there was a part of me wondering if Pittsburgh was really going to get gypped like that and the Raiders and Chargers would both get in. But, no, I mean, it was a it was a great game to watch I, I kind of hate that the Raiders won because I really like Justin Herbert and wanted to see him in the playoffs but nonetheless I, I think it's neat to see the regular season end in such a thrilling game like that it's fun I mean I was really I was hoping for the tie I'm gonna be honest I was really really hoping for the tie when Daniel Carson made that field goal it was kind of like a oh uh, you know because now we've got the Steelers playing the Chiefs again, and nobody wants to see that. Like that's just not that's not going to be fun. You're telling me you didn't want to see, see the, you didn't want to see Big Ben in the playoffs and what could be his last year. Look, I love Big Ben. I, I've been a big fan of his all throughout his career, but man, he's just he's just not good anymore. No, he's, he's not. Like, I hate to say it, and like they just they played this game two weeks ago, and the the Chiefs won at what 40, 41 to. 10 or something like it wasn't close it just it, it just that's not one that i necessarily want to see but we'll, we'll we'll get to that chiefs and steelers game we're going to start with on saturday with 
I believe it is the Raiders and the Bengals. We just saw Las Vegas last night, clutch that went out, and oh man, Cody, this Bengals this Bengals team has looked really, really good this year. Yeah, they have. Um, I don't know what makes this Bengals team look as good as they do, but uh, this Raiders team is is a pretty decent team as well. Um, I don't know what to really think about this game besides, yeah, you're going to see a whole lot of Joe Burrow and probably a whole lot of Derek Carr. Um, I, I think whoever wins this game, though, is going to have to mix in some running games with either for Cincinnati, Joe Mixon, or for the Raiders, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, I, I feel that as well. I think that the, the Oakland, or excuse me, the Las Vegas secondary is going to have a tough time keeping up with this Bengals trio of wide receivers. It wouldn't surprise me if there's, if obviously, I mean, they're going to try to take away Jamar Chase. I think that's that's going to be the toughest thing to do, but they're going to have to at least double him. And by doing that, you're going to leave guys like Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins open for big-time games. And we just saw both of them have big-time games a, few, a couple of weeks ago um, in that game against the Chiefs. And I, I just – I really think they could have a big-time game again. I think I think Cincy rolls pretty easily here. Yeah. Um, I feel like Cincinnati is the smart bet, but I, I, I have to go with the Raiders on this. Really? I don't know. There's just – uh, I don't know. I don't think they'll make it far, but I got a feeling about this Raiders team. And this Raiders team is really, really good. I mean, I really, I wish that this. I, I think it would be a much better game on paper if this were the Chargers playing the the Bengals. But to, I don't. I don't want to discredit the Raiders. They've, they've they've had a really, really good season, especially all they've been through this year. It has been an incredible year for them. And who's to say the Cinderella story? won't stop here. I mean, this is the – I believe I saw this is the first team in 60 years to make the playoffs with the head coaching change in the middle of the season, which is incredible what, they, what they've gone through to get here. So, I'd love to see it keep going. I think it would be great. I think it would be fun. I just really, really like this Bengals team. It's hard, it's hard not to like them, really. No, yeah, you're right. It is hard not to like this Bengals team, but – it's hard not to like this Raiders team either. That's true. That's true. That'll be a fun one to watch. I'll take Cincinnati by 10 here. But nonetheless, nonetheless, let's move forward into Saturday night's game. And that will be a fun one to watch. We've got the Patriots playing the Bills. That will be – that's going to be a fun one. An AFC East matchup for the third time this season. I'm just going to hand it off to you because I think our listeners know where I'm going to go with this one. And I think that I, – I think your magical season for your Patriots is going to come to an end. Um, When they were sitting at that number one spot a couple weeks back, I, I think they had a very good chance then. But starting the playoffs out – Playing the Bills, uh, I think New England season will be over. I think Josh Allen and Buffalo will handle the Patriots very, very well and just send Mac Jones packing. Oh, man. I would hate to see it. I, I really, and you know, as being as 
I'm trying to find the correct word here. Um, crazy as I have about the Patriots, it's I really, really want to see them do it. And I'll go ahead and tell you, it's supposed to snow in Buffalo on Saturday night. It's supposed to snow. And and we saw these two teams play in the snow earlier. And I'm just saying New England won the game. Um, I don't think it'll be as chaotic as, as that was. I think Josh Allen's still going to have a big game. But Bill Belichick doesn't lose in postseason often. I think the defense will find a way to just limit Josh Allen. You've got to limit his mobility. That's where you got to beat the Bills. You can't let him get out of the pocket, make big-time plays. You can't let him beat you with his legs. He's an extremely talented quarterback, a top-three quarterback in the league, I think, in my opinion. And so it's it's just you, you can't let him beat you with his legs. You've got to try to keep him contained and just sit in the pocket. And if you do that, I think you have a better shot to win the game than if he's out on the edge making these insane plays. But I think that they've, they've got to keep the game simple. You've got to beat Buffalo on the ground, which is something they saw we saw them do. New England's got at least a trio of very, very good running backs. So I'm, I'm going to roll with New England here. Yeah, this is one of those games where I want New England to win just because I, I want Mac Jones to keep going. But it's just Buffalo, to me, is the better team, and they've had their ups and downs, and New England has too, because I don't. I, New England kind of went on a downward slide later in the season, but it just Josh Allen and that Bills team, they've been here before, and I just feel like that experience is going to help them. Yeah, I think it absolutely could. That will be one to watch and nonetheless if new england does lose this game it's not a not a bad season for them at all 10 win year and and mac jones's rookie year has been fantastic and i'm not gonna give up hope on them left because i know we saw the greatest coach of all time coaching the new england patriots so that'll that's i I really do think bill belichick's gonna come out with some kind of insane game plan something to stop josh allen and the bills that nobody's really tried nobody's really done all season long because he knows better than anyone they're gonna need a something crazy to, to pull this game out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you you do take the greatest football coach ever, but I don't know if he can do it with a rookie. It'll be fun to watch. I think he lost rookie of the year over the past couple of weeks, them losing three of the last four, and also Jamar Chase just going crazy. I think, I think he's lost the rookie of the year to Jamar Chase, which he's had an insane season in his own right. Moving forward, the we'll go ahead and move to Sunday's game. Starting at noon, we've got the Eagles on the road at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. What do you what do you I, I think this one's pretty straightforward here. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know how the Eagles are a playoff team. I, I don't even I, I don't think Philadelphia stands a chance in this. I Yeah, I think that Yeah, I don't know how much to put this. I mean there there's no way that Tampa Bay doesn't just absolutely route them. I I think it's it's gonna take Jalen Hurts' best game of his career. It's gonna take the Eagles defense finding a way to stop Tom Brady. And there's just no way both of those things happen the same night. There's just it's just not gonna happen. So I, I agree. I think this could be a route. I think it could be a three three score plus game where 
the Buccaneers move forward because we know how good this team is with or without Antonio Brown. What's going on a tangent here? What you what do you think of Antonio Brown? Everything going on there? Uh, I don't really know what to think of it. I mean, I, well, Antonio Brown's got some issues. Um, obviously, they need to be fixed before he returns to football. And I mean, I, I just hope he can get the help he needs. I mean, I, I don't know how else to put it. I mean, it's just whatever's going on it's not it's not what you want to see in one of your star football players yeah not at all it it's going to be something to watch i really i really think that he's he's good enough to get back into football at the start of next season with who i don't know um and his comments about tom brady afterwards really kind of puzzled me because this is a guy who gave you a shot not once but twice and once in england and once in Tampa Bay, because he knows how good you are and how bad you want to play with them. And he's just going to come out and, and start slandering Tom Brady, which was just it was just shocking to me. It really was. Yeah, I don't know how you, uh, how you do that to one of the sport's all-time greats, if not the greatest to play it, but I, there's nothing much to say about it before. I th- besides, I think Brady just put too much hope in him. Yeah, Brady might have, might have given him too much leeway, too much credit, but I, I think the NFL needs to open some kind of investigation into what happened on the Tampa Bay sidelines. But if what Antonio Brown is, is saying is true, then which I, I don't necessarily think it is, but on the off chance that it is true, the, the Tampa Bay has got got some some punishments heading their way. I think, but I, I don't necessarily believe what he's saying is true. Either way. I think that Antonio Brown will be back in the NFL once again. I don't expect any kind of suspension or anything here for any any of his actions that, that he took on the field. I think the termination of his contract was, was enough of a punishment for A.B., but I think by the start of next season, we'll see him on a different team. Any guesses where, Cody? Uh, I don't think we're going to – I don't know where we're going to see him. I, I would think it's with – a low-profile team that's got a rookie quarterback that's kind of on the up-and-coming. I think it could be – I'm going to throw this at you. I think it could be the Cincinnati Bengals. I, I think that they could – he could he could make – he could make a living there, that's for sure. Yeah, it's possible. I, I think I don't, without a doubt that'll be – that, po- that could be a spot for him. Yeah, it's possible. I don't know where he's going to end up though. It'll be uh it'll be interesting. This off season will be interesting. Yeah, I know that about that, but we've got quite a while before the off season actually starts. And I I think it's pretty pretty straightforward here with the Buccaneers. They they're going to take this game from Philadelphia and, and Philly had a fantastic year too. See, it's weird seeing two NFC East teams make the playoffs. I think they they've done enough to earn it. The other two, the one team that finished right outside of the playoffs were the New Orleans Saints. And I think I think Philly's a better team than them, right? We're in agreement there. Yeah, I, I I think so. Perfect. Yeah. So I think that's pretty straightforward there. And this next game, this is going to be a really really fun one to watch. Three thirty Central Time on CBS: the Forty ers and the Cowboys. Can the Niners pull this one off, Cody? Um. I mean, yeah, they can. Do I think they will? No. I think this Cowboys team is 
uh, one of the teams to keep your eye on in the playoffs. And I also think San Francisco is a very good team, but I just Dallas has had it out for them the past couple of years and couldn't get anything going. And now they've got a chance to make a run in the playoffs. So I think I think Dallas will come out of this victorious. But what what about that game yesterday? What were your thoughts on on that comeback? They they put down 17-0 at halftime. What a what a performance there. What did you did you did you get a chance to watch that game? What did you think of that one? I did not get a chance to watch that game. I did not even realize that happened. I'll let you that expand was, I mean, on this that. Was, yeah, that was a crazy, crazy performance there. I mean, it was they were down 17-0 at half, and your your Rams blew a lead. Matthew Stafford didn't look great, I'm going to be honest. They did not look fantastic, especially in that second half. But, I mean, it, it was – I. If you get a chance a little later, look up look at some highlights in that game because it was just a comeback on comeback. And 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 let me tell you what I what I see from this Niners Cowboys game. I see the Cowboys having a really, really tough time containing Debo Sam. The 49ers have finally figured out the perfect way to the perfect way to use Debo Samuel. And it has worked this paid dividends for them. It's gotten them here. It hasn't been Jimmy Garoppolo that's gotten them here. It really hasn't been their defense that's gotten them here. I mean, their defense has looked good at times, and they're going to have their hands full this weekend. But this is this needs to be a 49ers team that puts up 30 points this weekend to have a chance in this game. Yeah. And that's going to be through Debo Samuel. Whether it's throwing him screens, they've been running him as a running back as well, handing him the ball and just letting him kind of get to the edge and just make people miss because he's looked incredible this season. He's got to be their guy. Yeah, I agree. Um, this 49ers team is a, a little one-dimensional when it comes to success because of Debo Samuel, though. Um, if you stop him, where, where do you go? I mean, you've got other options, but like you said, the emphasis attack does need to be from him. So, I don't know. I just I have a hard time believing Dallas isn't going to win this game. I do too, and personally, I would love to see the Cowboys win this game, but I also think it would be the most Cowboys thing ever to have this incredible season they put on and then lose this first-round game. Would it, would it not be? Am I, am I wrong for thinking this would be the most Cowboys thing ever to lose this game? No, you're. you're uh, it would be the most Cowboys thing to do to lose this game. ton of talent on that team, and they just blow it. Yeah, I mean, this, this team is, is poised for a Super Bowl. And I, I'm I'm going to take the Cowboys here. I think it'll be close. I think it will be, but I think they pull it out. I think the Niners have got a lot of talent in store for them, and I, I just I really I wish they got a different matchup here, but they did not. They're going to be playing the Dallas Cowboys, and I agree with you. I think the Cowboys move on here, right? I, I'm not sure by how. I think it'll be close. What do What do you think? Uh, I'm thinking by at least a touchdown. I think it'll be a close game, though. It'll, it'll be fun. This Niners team managed to scrape out 10 wins, which is which that's incredible. The only teams that do not have 10 wins are the Philadelphia Eagles and this Pittsburgh Steelers team that we're going to touch on next in 
in the Sunday night game, Sunday night football, Kansas City, a 12-and-a-half-point favorite. That's ridiculous in a playoff game. But, I mean, I mean rightfully so. <laughs> this, 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 we saw them play a couple weeks ago. We touched on it once. Is Does Big Ben stand a chance, Cody? Does he stand a chance? No, sadly. I mean, I think this Chiefs team finally figured it out. I think they're going to make a run. They really will. They're not the one seed in the AFC, of course. I go to Tennessee, who's on by. And I think Kansas City's the best team in the AFC, though. I think I think pretty flat out they are. But I think Tennessee, it'll be really interesting to see because I believe Derrick Henry could have been activated off the IR and played in their Week 18 game. They chose not to just to make sure nothing bad happens. Another week off here, give them another week of practice, two weeks of practice, really, before they play a game. But I would love to see Big Ben pull some magic out. I think Pittsburgh needs to draft a quarterback this year because they've got a couple of really, really talented receivers and and I think Chase Claypool and Deontay Johnson, especially Deontay Johnson, really are extremely, extremely talented. And I, I would really expect them to to put on a show in a couple of years. I think Deontay could be a borderline top 15 receiver. So that's the, that's just looking forward to the Steelers here. And I think that that's what, that's what Steelers fans need to start doing, is start looking forward to the future because you're going to have your hands full this weekend. I think Mahomes and Kansas City could drop 50 in this game. Yeah, as far as the Steelers looking forward, you've also got an elite back in Najee Harris. Absolutely. So, I mean, it looks like pieces will come back together for Pittsburgh. It's just going to take time. Yeah. I, I don't think losing Big Ben means going into a rebuild because they've got, you're right, they've got Najee Harris and Deontay and Chase Playful and, you know, even Juju is talented in his own right. They, they've they've got the pieces there, especially offensively and defensively too with with T.J. Watt. They, they, they've got a lot of talent there defensively. And so, I mean, they've this team – you, you can expect to see them back in the playoffs before you know it. but Yeah, ex- it, also another thing that I saw the other day, Mike Tomlin has never had a season under 500 in his 16 seasons with Pittsburgh. I, I don't think insane. there's much to worry about as a Steelers fan. You might not make the playoffs, but you're not going to have a losing season. I mean, I, that's incredible that he's gone 16 seasons without having a losing season. No doubt about it. And to to even, I mean, Big Ben just hasn't looked good this year. He really hasn't. They were going to ride off into the sunset with him. He can't really throw the ball very well at all. His his, his mobility is at its worst. It's been in his, his entire career, and he's never been mobile. So um, when it's at its worst, it's, it's not looking good. They, they're going to have to, to have a chance in this game. I think the formula for the Steelers is going to have to be absolutely dominated time of possession. And Najee Harris has got a rush for 150-plus yards. They have to just kind of feed him and run with him. This offensive line has got to play better than they have all year long. And they, they really they, – they've got to hold the ball for probably two two thirds of the game. Because when Kansas City get it, gets it, they can score a lot. They can score a lot very, very quickly. They've got to hold them under 21 if they win this game, they've got to win it by Kansas City missing an extra point somewhere, missing an opportunity. Mahomes making a mistake looking like early season Mahomes. He's got to come back. 
because the way this team is rolling now, there's just nothing the Steelers are going to be able to do. They've got to dominate the time of possession, keep the ball in Kansas City's hands, and typically good things will happen. I think it could be closer than people think. Maybe no, I don't. I don't think so. I take that back. I think this could be a this. This should be a blowout. Yeah, everything indicates a blowout, but it is playoffs. So I mean, anything is possible. But the Chiefs should win this game by a pretty large margin. I I agree with you there. And let's go ahead and head to the final game of Wild Card Weekend, and that is the Arizona Cardinals in an NFC West showdown against the Los Angeles Rams. This game is going to be so fun. This could be the best game of the weekend on paper, I think, between the Cardinals and the Rams. This is going to be a fun, fun, fun game to watch. This could be a high-scoring type game. The Rams, of course, I mean, they played all their starters. They, they did. They, they In the last game against San Francisco, and choked away a 17-0 lead. The Cardinals, they've had a fantastic year. A lot better than people thought they would. I think you and I were on it from the start. This Cardinals team is going to be good. Um, they had them finishing uh, odds makers, at least, or a lot of the experts had them finishing fourth in the NFC West. That did not happen. They finished second. And they, they now hold the fifth seed in the NFC, facing off against the fourth seed, L.A. Rams. I know you're a big Matt Stafford guy. I know you're a big that, – that's kind of led you to be a fan of the Rams this year. What do you see in this game? I think that the way I see it is Arizona started out the season incredible, 7-0. and Since that 7-0 and start, they are 4-6. and they have not looked good the second half in the season whatsoever. Uh, they don't look pretty. They've been losing to teams that you should not lose to. I mean, there's just a lot to go around for this Cardinals team. I, I, I'm not very high on them. I haven't been all season. I, when you're losing to teams like the Lions and the Seahawks and the Panthers, it's... It's not a pretty sight. So I'm not I'm not too high on this Cardinals team, and I think that's even more reason for me to have the Rams winning this by 10 points or so. I really think the Cardinals can get this game done. I think the Rams are going to struggle with Kyler's mobility. I think we've, we've, we've seen the Cardinals beat them earlier this season. I'm pretty sure they beat them in L.A., now, this is a different team. This L.A. team has really, has really molded together, mended together, and looked a lot, lot better as they've gone on. But I, I just I just have a hard time seeing this, this, this game not being an incredible one. This could be a high-scoring type game. I, I just I, – I'm, I'm I just don't know where I want to go with this game. I, I keep I – keep, stopping myself talking um but it's i, I just I, I really want to see the cardinals gonna get this game done and i know i'm pummeling my words here because this game is just going to be so so fun to watch monday night espn's got a great one i think the rams win this game i do um i'd love to see the cardinals get it done i think this rams team has got bigger aspirations in mind um so i would i would really really love to see this Cardinals team move forward, but I think the Rams win. I think it's close. I think it could be a, a field goal t- field goal game here. Um, 
But with that being said, I really like this Rams team to get it done, right? Like, like what do, what do you think? Do you think the Cardinals can do something different that we haven't necessarily seen to beat this Rams team again? I mean, I'm sure they could, but I just uh, – Kyler Murray is – he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. He's been good this year. I think it's just the youth, though. I mean, you take a vet like Matt Stafford and you put him up against one of these young guys like Kyler Murray, I just – I'm not sure that they can get it done – when Matt Stafford has been waiting for this his entire career and finally has the opportunity. He does. And and with that being said, I think that the Rams move on. I think that closes out wild card weekend. And we've got quite – there's going to be some insane divisional matchups coming up um, between a few of these. I think we could see a Bengals versus Titans game. Uh, Chiefs versus Patriots or Bills game. Um, I, I think we could actually. I, mean, I think if the Patriots pull it off, it'll be Patriots and Titans, and that would be a fun one. We've already seen New England beat them once. If the Bills win, they'll probably face off against the Chiefs, barring the Raiders winning. And there's a lot that could unfold there in the AFC. On the NFC side of things, I think we've got pretty much chalk going, so we could see Rams versus Packers and Buccaneers versus Cowboys. And those two games would be outstanding. But I'm going to go ahead and hand it over to you here before I give mine. If you don't have yours yet, I'll go first. But has anything changed as far as who's going to win the AFC and who's going to win the NFC in your mind? Because I think mine's changed some. I think the last time I really covered this, I said New England's going to do it. I'm going to put my bias aside. I still think New England can do it. Will they? I'm not as sure anymore. I think, do you have your AFC and NFC favorites ready, Cody? Yeah, I kind of. I have a hard time, specifically in the AFC, I just have a hard time going against Kansas City. It's just, I feel like it's hard to doubt Patrick Mahomes when it looks like he they, that team has figured their things out. I, I agree. Completely. I don't. I don't. I don't want to cut you off here, but I, I agree 100. I think the one team that I really, really want to see do it, besides, of course, New England. I think they can do it. They've got the talent to. They've looked really, really hot lately. Is the Cincinnati Bengals? Zach Taylor is fully deserving of Coach of the Year. He has really gotten this team playing some insane football, especially offensively. And their defense has not been talked about enough either. The defense has really been much improved throughout the season. They're playing as a unit now. They've earned this AFC North victory in this home game in the playoffs with Cincinnati fans. They, they would have been happy to make the playoffs. Now they get to host a home game but as a division winner. That's incredible, Cincinnati, especially all they've been through for a long, long, long time. Those tough years of Andy Dalton, man. To get here now with Joe Burrow, I think they're a real threat to win this AFC conference. I think we could see an AFC championship game between the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't think that's, that's so far-fetched. But with that being said, I really do think the Chiefs will win the AFC. But I think it, I think the Bengals have a real shot at it. I mean, 
Am I crazy for thinking that there? No, I, I think they have a real shot at, at it as well. I just, personally, I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's very possible. I just don't think it's going to happen, though. Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I think this is Kansas City's to lose. But, I mean, to, to say that teams, not just the Bengals, but teams such as the Bills, the Titans, or, I mean, I think, I think the list really ends there outside of my bias. I think the Bills and the Titans are the next two teams up. And I would love, love to see them do that. But we're, we're going to switch gears here. We saw three head coaches lose their jobs today. And that being Mike Zimmer, Matt Nagy, and Brian Flores. We just, we just, we missed the NFC. You just skipped the NFC. Oh, I I did skip the NFC. (laughs) I hand it over to you. Take, take, take the, take the NFC over for you here before we move into that. Take, take the NFC. I don't know. I have no clue. I feel like there are so many good teams in this NFC. I have no clue. Um, I, it's hard not to go with Aaron Rodgers this season, but Green Bay just historically loves to choke in the playoffs. Um, I don't know. I I want to say the Rams just because of Matt Stafford, but I also I don't know. I'm gonna say Dallas or Green Bay. Yeah, I I really want to see Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay get it done. I I think they're without about the best team in the NFC. I know we saw Mike Evans get hurt late in the Tampa Bay game after he got his incentives there where he got paid a little more. Um, but I, I, I'm going to have to agree. I think this is the Packers' year. I'd love to see the Buccaneers get it done. I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, obviously being an England fan. I don't know if they will. I think if there's a team outside of the Packers, I think you've got to look at the Buccaneers. I agree with you. I think you've got to look at the Rams as well. Um but I think the Packers, I think this week off, this this one one seed getting the, getting the bye week is going to pay dividends for them. And I think without a doubt, I, I think the Packers are the team to beat here. But is is it is it far-fetched for me to think Buccaneers and the Rams are, are two teams that really could take them down? Even the Cowboys as well. They're extremely talented. Could, could win this for sure. I, I just I have a tough time seeing anybody take this Packers team down. Yeah, I think we're both on the same page as far as that goes. Yeah, so that's that. That would that kind of sets up a, a Kansas City Green Bay Super Bowl, at least in our eyes here. And what a game that would be! That would be incredible. That would be insane to watch. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I think Kansas City wins it. <laughs> I think it's KC's game. I, I think Mahomes and the Chiefs have really put it together after their slow start this season. They've been red hot. Aside from that loss, Cincinnati, that's part of the reason why I think Cincinnati could get it done because they just beat this Chiefs team. I think the Chiefs team is the team to beat in the entire NFL. I would love to see the Packers win the Super Bowl. I just don't know if they will. It'll, it, it's going to be a, a good year for playoffs, I feel. We're going to have some surprises, and I think we may both be wrong when it comes down to it. I think so too. I'd love to see a Buccaneers Patriots Super Bowl. I don't think it's that far fetched. I don't think that's far fetched either. I think that's what people want to see. <laughs> uh, I don't think anybody would be too upset seeing that one. I would. I would love to see it. Either way, let's let's move on to these coach firings that we've seen today. Matt Nagy had it coming. Mike Zimmer had it coming. 
why Brian Flores was a surprise down in Miami. I'm going to hand it over to you here. What did you think of those three firings? Uh, the Brian Flores thing really threw me off. I was very just surprised uh, to go to be one and seven at a point in the season and then finish nine and eight. I that's amazing to me that you fire a coach for that. That um, I don't know. I I liked Brian Flores down in Miami with Tua. I thought they were starting to put it together. But I don't know. As far as the other two, I mean, I think it was we saw that coming. Yeah, I think Matt Nagy had it coming for a long, long time. Uh, I think that I'm surprised it took this long. I think Bears fans are surprised it took this long. Uh, I think without a doubt they 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 had that one coming, and I think that I would be shocked if Brian Flores does not have a job soon, I think he could take that bears job and they could win a lot of games in Chicago with Justin Fields, a quarterback. Uh, I would be, I was just, I was stunned that they, they fired him because he was not the issue. I mean, this offensive team had looked really, really good. They, they were missing Tua for half the year and still almost made the playoffs. That was just, it was crazy to me that they were going to turn around and, and say that it's Brian Flores' fault and fire him it just that really caught me off guard there i just really was not expecting that one to wake up this morning and see that uh, i think mike zimmer in, in minnesota was was kind of one that you saw coming as well um that's an extremely talented team between i don't think kirk cousins is necessarily the issue he had a really improved the year we talked with him earlier in the year he had a fantastic season um they just really couldn't seem to win games they lost a ton of close ones and I think I think part of that hey, you've got to put on coaching. I really do. I don't think Kirk is necessarily the franchise answer there, but I I just I, I mean two of those two of those three we saw coming. The third one was surprising, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch gears here. And there's one team that I had my eyes on as a real contender, someone that I thought could have actually competed for the AFC. And they're sitting on the outside of the playoffs now after losing to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And that is the Indianapolis Colts there. Carson Wentz is the issue, in my opinion, up there. Is is there is, is it any deeper than that, Cody? Is anything else crazy happening? Can you can you repeat yourself? You you kind of you're you're cutting out. And Oh, uh, my, my fault. Yeah, once again, we're, we're still remote here. This should be our last remote episode before we're both back in the studio. But is in, in Indianapolis there, is, is Carson Wentz the issue after dropping the Jaguars, having a win and end game over a team who now holds the number one pick? Well, it's, they uh, lost it. Like, well, what, what happened there? Like, it, it's Carson Wentz, right? I, I think, I think. The Colts, all right, listen, the Colts have been up and down this season. Carson Wentz has also been up and down. I don't. Th- I think Carson Wentz is temporary for the Colts. I, I don't think you keep him in the long run. You, you, yeah, you finished 9-8. and eight. You probably should have finished 10-7, and seven, maybe even better than that, and made the playoffs. So I don't want to completely say Carson Wentz is the issue, but he definitely isn't the quarterback for this Indianapolis Colts team moving forward. 
Yeah, I mean, this – I don't know. I mean, obviously Sam Ellinger, the, the quarterback out of Texas, is their backup and is their young guy behind him. And I don't necessarily think he's the answer either. Um, I would be shocked there. But, I mean, they've got one of the best, if not – I don't know, I don't want to sound crazy calling him the best running back in the league. But I think he's without a doubt one of them. And – Obviously, running backs are not as valued in football as they as they once were, but I think that he's he's really won them a lot of games this year. He had an MVP type season, and obviously, he's not going to get the love for it that he deserves because you know being being a running back in a, in a league with with where Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady looked fantastic this year, um, he's not going to get the MVP, especially outside of the playoffs. Now, the the Colts had the talent. Wentz didn't have a bad season, but when they needed him to win most, he didn't. And I, I don't think they need to fire a head coach or anything for this. I think they need to look elsewhere for a quarterback, right? Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, I mean, you brought up Sam Ellinger, though. I'm I, I'm a big fan of Sam Ellinger. I uh. I, I personally like him. I liked him at Texas. I, I don't think we've seen enough of him to see if he's an NFL quarterback. So I don't want to say waste next season on trying to see if he can be your guy, but I think this the, the Colts team needs a new quarterback, and they need it quick. Yeah, they, they do. They've got some talent, especially Michael Pittman and Jonathan Taylor. Those are two talented young offensive weapons. They need to get someone to – to, 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 you know, to, to get the ball snapped to them because that offensive line is incredible too. Um, all pro Quentin Nelson heading that unit up. It's an incredible offensive line. It might be the best offensive line in the entire league, honestly. And that, that could have played a role in Jonathan Taylor's incredible numbers. But I, I, I agree. I think quarterback is the issue. I think going into practice next year, I don't know if Carson Wentz will be on the roster or not. I think you've either got to do one of two things. Go look to draft someone. Um, I think someone like Matt Corral could slide far enough for the Colts to take him. Um, I don't know if he would be a franchise answer. You know, we, we, we're we out of the WMSC studio at Mississippi State University. So I don't know if Corral is the answer there. He's extremely, extremely talented, and he caused a lot of problems for a lot of defenses. I think he could he could be fun to watch. He'd put butts in seats. He'd sell tickets. Um, but I think heading into practice, you've got to think about drafting the quarterback, maybe not in the first round, um, but on down in the draft, you've got to kind of stay, okay, is, is this quarterback that I drafted going to take over the franchise or am I going to try Sam Mellinger and see what he has to do here? Uh, I think that's kind of the answer there. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I, I think we're both seeing eye to eye on this. It's just one of those things that's situational and you have to see what your options are and what will pro- what will benefit you the most in the future? Yeah, I think so as well. I think looking at other quarterback spots across the league, we we I think the, I think the Dolphins are are another one that comes to mind. Just a, a debated topic, something that's been going on and on about whether or not Tua is a franchise quarterback. And I think you and I are both in agreement here too. I think Tua deserves more love, and he deserves more time in Miami. 
there. And I, I think that, you know, he, he deserves a spot there. What do you what do you think? Are we in agreement there? Yeah, I think we're in agreement. My thing with it is, is we expect so much out of these kids coming out of college, depending on how they played in college and just expect it all immediately in the NFL. Listen, two is not putting up numbers he put up at Alabama. But when he came back, you saw how he turned that Dolphins season around. So, I mean, I think he just needs more time and development. I I don't think you need to be saying he's not our guy yet. Give it give it another year or two. Yeah, the games the games they lost were really with Jacoby Brissett there at the helm. Um, in my opinion, he needs to go ahead and retire. Um, he just his his time is over here in the NFL. He's had a fantastic career between New England, Indianapolis, and Miami. I think it's time for him to hang it up. Um, but I think I think two is the answer there. I'm excited to see who they hire in Miami. And there's a couple of more quarterbacks to talk about here. Carolina, they're they've got talent there. Um, the defense looks really good. Obviously, Sam Darnold is not the answer. P.J. Walker not the answer. Especially Cam Newton is not the answer. They need to go ahead and draft a quarterback. I think that Kenny Pickett is the guy they have their eyes on. Um, what do you What do you think? There, are we in agreement? They need to go ahead and draft somebody there. Uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, without a doubt. I think so too, and I think that that one last thing here, touching on the NFL before we close out the episode because, I mean, we're still in football season. Basketball season, we'll get to you. Don't worry. As we go throughout the spring, we'll get, we'll get more into basketball. But the last name I want to talk about closing out this Monday episode of Hot Takes is Deshaun Watson. Will we see him playing for an NFL team this next year? That's a top 10, top five quarterback that we just didn't, we didn't see take the field. We've seen the media stop talking about him. I just want to touch on him here. Where do you – could he end up somewhere like – Indianapolis or Carolina and really kind of take those teams to being contenders because I think that they're they're a quarterback away. I I think we could see him not not at the beginning of the season next year, but maybe midway through if a team like Indianapolis or someone like them picks up quarterback in the draft and they don't turn out to be what they need to be. I think so as well. I think that without a doubt that will be one to watch. I'd love to see Deshaun Watson be on a team again because when he played for Houston, he was so so fun to watch. He had them about to have the AFC title game before you know Mahomes and the Chiefs came back from what was that a twenty four zero deficit? I'm pretty sure. So I think that Deshaun Watson deserves a lot of love here. I, I think he'll be fun to watch somewhere somehow. But with that being said, national championship tonight. We'll talk to y'all Wednesday. Um, I mean, last thing here, we're both in agreement, right, Alabama tonight? Yeah, I think Bama's winning this. No doubt about it. And that being said, for Cody Blazak, I'm David Smith. This is Hot Takes.